Hello, my loves. I hope you guys are having an amazing, beautiful, positive day. If you are not, I am sending you some of my energy through my phone right now. I hope that it finds you and then it uplifts your spirit and then it puts a smile on your face and it clears away all the negative vibrations that you're experiencing right now. May you find peace in your life and your experience. Haven't done a podcast in a while. I had the most inspiring download this morning. I'm sitting here with my morning coffee and I want to talk to uh, the adults out there. I mean, most of you listening, I'm sure all of you listening are adults, right? I wanted to speak to you about returning to our inner child, how beautiful it is when we get to this place where we become childlike again and I I go in and out of this energy um, quite a bit and that took a long time to get here I've always been a very goofy silly stupid hilarious person I love to make people laugh and uh, slowly over time I lost that and it's because we go through so much in life we take life so serious we go through so much hardship and heartache and struggle and suffering that we harden ourselves and we forget what it feels like we forget what it feels like to be childlike that goofy funny silly self where we don't take things so serious we don't you know, we don't let things get to us as much and we, we forgive and we let go and we move on. Children are very forgiving. And so I wanted to talk to you about this analogy that came into my mind because I am on a journey to self-mastery and I also really want to help people understand deeply more and more about coming into this sense of self and self-mastery and self-love and what that requires in order for us to get there is to see from a bird's eye view, see from above a situation, see from above your life, right? Not to just see yourself, see as a human above in the human perspective, right? How, how we can find ourselves back in this childlike state. You see, we all have the same template. We come in here, we experience hardship, suffering. We must feel suffering and pain to know what it is to feel love. A lot of people get lost in the suffering and pain. Without knowing suffering and pain, we will not know love. We don't know without compassion and empathy towards others, peace. So there's a there is a an opposite that is required in order for you to feel something and that's the balance of life that's what we have to understand that this is a journey and when we go through the hard time we must see that as a stepping stone in order for us to return to the good times because this is a ride. This is a journey. This is a wave. Nothing is straight. You will, you will endure hardship and pain many times in your life. 
And the more and more self-love, self-mastery, self-control, self-realization that you come into, it is easier for you to maneuver through those energies when you are hit with hardship and pain. All right, so... So I want to talk to you guys about my sensitive self. I'm a highly sensitive individual, and I'm sure most of you listening to my podcast, you are highly sensitive individuals. You might have been the people pleaser and the overgiver in your life. I'm somebody who has always taken things so personal. That definitely has a lot to do with my Aries moon sign, and it also has to do with the lessons that I came in here to master and to overcome is this fear of what people think about me and constant this constant need for perfection in my own experience right others could look at me and see this perfection and I just feel so far from it and it's always something that I'm trying to perfect and I procrastinate a lot in that sense because I never feel like things are done I know that's going to hit home for some of you because It's really our way of self-sabotaging is just having such a tight grip on an expectation of how we want things to be that they're never fully finished. You see, I became this way. We don't, we are not like this as children, right? We are not like this as children. As children, we can just do and be and, and we are free. It is when we are told over and over again that something is not good enough, that it is not right, that it is embedded into our psyche, that we feel like everything in our life, you know, we we are programmed this way. We are programmed to constantly look at the negative instead of the positive and celebrate the things in our life. We are programmed to constantly... Uh, pick apart ourselves and pick apart our work and our our art and uh, our creations and our job and our body and our, you know, all of these things in our life, we are constantly reminded of what it is not. And we are constantly reminded that it is not what it is, is at its full potential, right? And so, you know, I have come a very long way because I have spent my whole life in this very low vibration, very low vibration of it is just not enough. It is not good enough. I am not good enough. I am not enough. I am too much this. I am not enough that. And that is a very toxic karmic energy that we keep ourselves in where we keep attracting those lessons that come in to show us that that's how we feel about ourselves. Mind you, we have to understand that that's what we put in the universe. That energy comes back to us. And that low vibration is exhausting. It is absolutely exhausting. So I wanted to talk to you guys about the analogy that I was just given. And, you know, I'm an artist. I don't know if you guys know that. I have not put anything out. And this is why it's funny because... I know the time is coming and it, the only reason that the time is coming now, I'm in my, I'm 30. I have had such a journey guys and I cannot wait to tell the story one day. 
of this little girl from Vancouver Island who wanted to be a star and I wanted fame and I wanted fortune and I knew I was going to have it and I manifested all the lessons in order for me to get to this space only to realize that I don't want fortune and fame. I mean, fortune, that's destiny. You know, I'm an abundant person. I deserve it and it's coming. The abundance is coming. But the fame part is a little more scary than I, you know, thought. And I think that's what I thought I wanted as a child. The glitz and the glam. And and I've just gone through so much of my journey to realize that that isn't actually what I want. I would love to be in a position where I can help people. And it's not so much as a self-serving thing as it is uh, being obedient to what God has planned for me and it's just a knowing and I, I even knew as a child when I was putting that energy into the universe that there was some big purpose for my life thinking that it was the fortune and fame and as I went through my journey realizing more and more what was in alignment with my sole purpose was to help people in order for me to help as many people as I possibly can I had to endure some of those same pains and struggles that came with this uh, life because I was raised in a loving family and a lot of people are not raised in loving families. How was I going to reach those people? Well, I had to go through different lessons to feel those pains and suffering that those people have gone through in order for me to reach a bigger crowd, right? So I've been an artist my whole life. This was what I wanted to do. And there was always just this unworthiness wound, you know, being such a major blockage to my creativity. And it was this idea that nothing was ever good enough, right? None of my work was ever good enough to put out. It was never ready. It was never this. It was never that. And because I was so programmed to listen to other people tell me about myself... I constantly felt like it wasn't good enough because I constantly listened to people tell me how my art should be. Now we got to understand how hijacked this human experience is because for me to listen to somebody else tell me how my life should be, let alone my life, but my art. This was the revelation of today. My art, somebody telling me how I should create my art. Let that sink in for a second. Because when we return to our childhood state, right? Art is such a powerful and positive thing. It is healing. It allows us to express from a dimension that that is unseen in this in this reality here and bring that bring that peace that is in our mind in our consciousness into this physical experience here into this physical plane why how toxic and lame i'm going to use the word lame it is that we are programmed to opinionate on other people's art in order for them to feel, for them, me, for me to feel like it wasn't good enough because it isn't what somebody else's opinion of good is. Now, this can be in everything in your life. You have to understand, I'm talking about art, but this can be really in anything in your life. Um, you know, and 
this is why I talk about the schooling system being flawed because we we put so much emphasis on our our grading system you know A's and F's telling us whether we are worthy we have a, t a teacher you know telling us whether we are worthy and we believe that we have our first place and last place in our sports telling us whether we are worthy and this can be very damaging for the psyche because it constantly puts us in a competition with other people and a lot of adults they don't realize that their inner child is still in a competition and it's confusing to them and they're never really satisfied in their life because they have this template, this programming of, you know, that continuous self-doubt or this continuous failure or fear of failure or fear of it not being enough or what they're doing is not enough to a point where we take personal the opinions of others. When we take personal the opinions of others... We hold ourselves back. Completely hold ourselves back. So when I'm talking about art, art is such a powerful thing. And this was the revelation of today. Everything these days, okay, is so manufactured. It's very rare that we have something that is organic. And I feel like we can feel the energy of those things when they're organic and they come from the heart and when they're pure as opposed to when they're manufactured. When we look at the music industry, and this was what I wanted to bring up, when we look at the music industry, this was what I wanted to be a part of so bad, the music industry. And I put my self-worth in other people's hands and it constantly was shot down because I wasn't moldable. They couldn't mold me. My spirit is too strong and powerful. It constantly was rejecting the things that weren't for me because those things would have put me into the manufacturing process of myself to be in this industry. And it just, I finally have awakened to the fact that how ridiculous is it that my art is good or bad to other people in that it needs to be a certain type of way in order for it to be a part of the industry. Now, this is what holds people back because they're constantly feeling like they need to fit in somewhere instead of just vibrating at their own frequency and omitting their own energy into the universe, knowing that that is their power, that is their currency, and that currency is priceless. All of these manufactured artists and manufactured things, you can tell that they're manufactured. They, they kind of lose the soul. They lose their purity. They lose their, the essence, their true essence of, of their spirit. And it's just very manufactured. And the analogy that I was given by my guides right now was, you know, as children, when we're creating art, Okay, think of a child making a Christmas card or a birthday card for somebody. And they're sitting and they're creating and they, they literally don't know what the hell they're doing. There's like a blue and a purple and pink and orange and then a brown smudge and a like it just it's such a mess. You know, and they got some macaroni and they glued it on there and it looks all messed up and hilarious and you know, like it, but it was made with love. It was made with such pure intention. And then you've, we've got the 
the hallmark cards, right? Like you want to get to that level of where you're going with your card making abilities, where you want to be the hallmark card, where everybody has the same card. It's all around the world. And you know, you didn't put much thought into it because you just bought it, opened it, signed your name. And it was a manufactured piece of art that went through a machine and there was a have million printed of them and it's just very you know it's a very manufactured piece now what i was getting was that is how we are that is how we evolve in this human experience if we move away from the soul we move away from the essence and the trueness of ourselves as children we become this manufactured piece and we lose our inner child and we lose our creation and the, the joy and the, the beauty that goes behind creating in the first place. And so to return to the inner child where you just are free to create whatever it is that you want to create. Even in, an, in your adult experience, returning to that inner child. To, for me to be able to make music now, make create art, create music and be unafraid of what people are gonna think of it. That card that the child has made with the, the macaroni glued to it, it might not be any good. It might be, it might be a really ugly card. It might be hilarious. Like we might be laughing at that for forever, but you know what? There was a pure and loving intention behind that piece. A pure and loving intention behind that piece. I'm not saying that the Hallmark card doesn't have a, a you know, you know, a nice written up whatever a little, you know, some glitter on it and a really beautiful message on it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that it is manufactured and printed at a mass level where it's calculated the the you know it would have gone through a lineup of 50 other cards and it would have been the one picked and there was a whole reason behind picking it the macaroni like paint stain nasty crayon there might be some slobber on there because you were like eating crackers and there might be some crumbs on it it might be hideous but it was there was an intention there and it was made with love and it was made with joy and the freedom to be expressive and be exactly who you are. And that is where we need to be in our lives, unafraid, unapologetic, in our childlike energy, because that card, you're going to, you're going to hold that card. There's a, there's a sentimental meaning behind that card, you know? That's one that mom or dad is going to put away in, in like a really safe place and they're going to bring it back out years down the road. The Hallmark card, okay, great. They stack up over the years and we lose those. But the ones, the, the creations in this experience that are made with pure love and joy and fearlessness, those are made from our inner child. And that inner child was not afraid of what people were going to think of them. Not afraid of what people were going to think of that art. They just created it. Without expectation. Without calculation. With no intention of it being anything other than what it is. 
beautiful. So I wanted to give you guys this message today. The day that you stop worrying about what other people think about you is the day that you will make it in your life. Return yourself to your purity and the true essence of who you are. It is the most powerful currency that you can give in this experience. And in giving that to God, to the universe, to Allah, whatever you call him or her, in this experience, you will receive abundance in your life because it is, it is your birthright for that abundance. And you deserve it. And I love you guys so much. I hope you have an amazing positive day. If you would like to book a personal session, you can email me. Um, you can also check out my Instagram, Feels with Mish, and my artist Instagram, it's Misha World. And you can email me at feelswithmish at gmail.com. I love you so much. Have a beautiful day.